Last night's defeat is just a chapter, not the whole story. In the face of adversity, we find the fuel to rise higher. Every setback is a setup for a come up, comeback. The journey may be tough, but so are we. We'll learn, grow, and come back stronger. This is just a bend in the road, not the end of it. Hashtag stay hungry. Hashtag fly, eagles, fly. So are you an Indian Jalen Hurts? I guess. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Coconut Curry Podcast and a new episode here. If you're new here, we're three college students at the University of Pittsburgh just chatting about sports and hopefully offering a fresh new perspective on things. And we're not from Ohio, by the way. We are, we are not from Ohio. We were accused. We go to school at the University of Pittsburgh, and we're all from Jersey. We've so. all been haters of Ohio. just need to make that clear. Episode but. 29, Ohio is purgatory. <laughs> yeah, I you can look Ohio. it up. <laughs> um, please like, comment, subscribe. It helps us out a lot. And we, of course, appreciate the success on our recent posts, even if we have certified haters. Um, last Which, week, thank you, by the way. Yes, we appreciate the haters. And we'll, re- some of them are really funny, yeah, I will say. We'll, <laughs> get, we'll get them into them right off rip. Um, but I did want to address right off rip that Peter and I went two of four in playoff predictions last week. Yes, we and did. And Raj went three of three. So anything we say here is, of course, exactly what's going to happen. We're 100% correct all yes, the time. all the time. Yes. Yeah. That's horrible being two and four. Well, that's not a good look for us. Well, look, CJ Stroud, I apologize. I wasn't familiar with your game. Uh, the Joe Flacco insanity run is over. Now the Browns can rest and piss. Um, I mean, that was that was a crazy way to start off wildcard weekend. Like, oh, absolutely. That was insane. There, it was nuts. I mean, we're talking about big favorites. Like, I mean, the Cowboys were seven and a half point favorites, I think, going into that game. Mm-hmm. And they lost. That's they lost nuts. big. Yeah, like it was because watching because it was well to start off. It was C.J. Stroud th- having nearly a perfect game, like completely like out shooting the like destroying the Browns defense that was supposed to be the number one defense in the league. Um, then it was Joe Flacco turning into prime Jets Joe Flacco <laughs> and just throwing it directly to the other team. <laughs> I think if you did the math, this might be one of the highest margin of victories of Wild Card Weekend. In, like, I think in total, yeah, yeah, NFL. Yeah, there was really not a close game besides bes- that Lions yeah, game. Yeah, every game was a blowout. Yeah, it really yeah. was. Like, or like maybe it wasn't a blowout by the end of it, but like that game was like solidly in the hands. of And we're going to get into this, but this next upcoming weekend, there are some huge lines, huge, mm-hmm. yeah, so, huge lines, big matchups. But before we get into next week, we want to react to the comments. I mean, and, yeah, true. And as we addressed before. Um, we posted a video about me and Peter both saying that the Browns would beat the Ravens and we were projecting out that they would beat the Texans already. Could you guys not tell I was being sarcastic? Like I said, it would hit like crack (laughs) if the Browns won. I wasn't expecting them to win. I I was serious. I really wasn't, but (laughs) it was funny though, but it got people's attention. And what I loved was the people, I appreciate you all who commented right as the game got out of hand, you were like, I'm going to the Coconut Curry Podcast Instagram page. I'm going right there. I'm telling this dude he's a moron. <laughs> yep. And I, you know what? I appreciate that. Yes. And I appreciate you for listening. But then um, also the same people then telling Raj that he was an idiot for taking the Texans. Yes. Yeah. Or then completely silent, which is very I'm funny. I'm telling you, the Texans fed families that weekend. They and, did. Free. And if you're probably not watching this, but if you are the one who told me that I was wrong to get a bet against Lamar, I actually didn't bet against Lamar because he wasn't playing last weekend. <laughs> so... That did, none of that happened. I still don't. I'm still not sure if he's going to win a playoff game this weekend, but we'll get into our predictions. Oh, God, here we go. Um, but well, anyway, appreciate, so, yeah, appreciate all the haters. Of course, we love them. We always love the comments. Keep commenting. Yes, please. Honestly, can you like if you can comment the funniest crap you can and just start instigating in the comments? It's really funny. It's just great. Say, great, it's great, funny. great for content. It's really, really funny. All right. 
as we always do, we're hopping into the disgruntled moment of the week. Yes. For folks new here, disgruntled, angry, or dissatisfied. We're picking one person. It could be ourselves. It could be a life situation. It could be sports, who we believe is disgruntled. And I'll start, our, start us off. Jim Schwartz. Like, bro, <laughs> bro has the best defense like he's had on the Browns. Like, Everybody is saying... His defense is the best in the NFL. Best in the top league. three minimum. Yeah. Like Ravens, Chiefs, and Browns, top three. And in, no, in any order, everyone knows that. And just got cooked in the first playoff game. By so, a rookie quarterback. By a rookie quarterback. So off a week of rest. So Jim Schwartz this week wins my disgruntled moment of the week. That's horrible. That, he looked like prime Philadelphia Jim Schwartz out there. Yes, he did. All right, Raj, what about you? Uh, Yeah, by a man named James Bradbury the fourth. I hate you. <laughs> How can you not tackle? You so let, you're dissatisfied. You're you're disgruntled again. I'm disgruntled. I'm always disgruntled, <laughs> but I'm especially disgruntled about James Bradbury not being able to tackle. Dude, you let these no name this no name named Trey Palmer score on you because you couldn't tackle him on a goddamn five and out or a screen or whatever. And you know what? It happened multiple times because you are trash. You are burnt toast. You are now the Eli Apple of the NFL. No. Retire. You're trash. <laughs> Holy. <sighs> um, so my disgruntled moment of the week uh, is actually going to be uh, for Joe Barry, um, okay. the Packers defensive coordinator. Now, it's not what you're thinking. So Packers are up, what, 48-16 at one point? Yep. Like up by a ton. Just need to play prevent defense, keep it in front of you, no big plays, whatever, and we'll close the game out. Jordan Love gets, you know, he gets to rest. He sits on the bench. He's got a perfect passer rating. But Joe Barry took his foot off the gas a little too much. A little too much. With that defense. And uh, got a little too close. It was then 32-48, I think. Yep. Came within two scores. So then Jordan Love has to go back out there. And ruined his perfect passer rating. And ruined his perfect perfect passer rating because somebody dropped a pass. (laughs) I'm so pissed. That's that's ridiculous. That's so insulting to Jordan Love. He would have been the first quarterback ever to start to, in their first ever playoff game, have a perfect passer rating. And be the first quarterback to have a perfect passer rating since 2004 Peyton Manning. That is a great disgruntled moment of the week. Yeah. That was was beautifully thought out. Joe Barry, come on, man. What are we doing? You had it. You had it in the bag. (laughs) He was on the bench. Who was the Packers backup quarterback? Um... Sean Clifford, I think. Oh, okay. Penn State wow. guy. Yeah. Bad. Wow. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> anyway, that's disgruntled moment of the week. Always tune in. We love doing this. It usually ends up in Raj just being disgruntled himself. Yeah. Um, going into wild card weekend, I would like to make it very clear. I didn't watch almost any football this weekend. Oh, yeah. So I will were, be reacting yeah, you to were it. Busy, yeah. I was in Florida. I was volunteering. So I did not watch many of the games here. I will comment on some of what I saw in some of the games I watched, but I will more be reacting to things that had happened. So we'll be starting off here. Texans beating the Browns 45 to 14. DJ Stroud, great game, 16 to 21, 274, three touchdowns. Joe Flacco throws the ball 46 times. Yeah. Throws two pick sixes. Yeah. On back-to-back plays. Yep. Yep. Thoughts. So we were watching this game and I'm sitting there, you know, it's a pretty close game at first and we were expecting a shootout. It was electric like, first quarter. Yeah. Oh was, yeah. It was, it was tied crazy. It was 14-14 it was tied at some point. I think it was like 14-10 or something. something. It was like going back and yeah. forth. It was like Texans scored a field goal. Browns scored a touchdown. Texans immediately scored a touchdown on the next play. Browns drive down and score a touchdown. It's like, holy crap, this, this, this is going to be crazy. And then fast forward to the second half. Oh. <laughs> when we sit there and I see Flacco throw a pick six. And I'm sitting there thinking, 
man, that Kiko Alonso hit has come back to haunt him. Yeah. The CTE's kicking it's in right finally now. Finally kicking in. So he throws the pick six. And then they get the ball back and throws another one to the defense again. Dude, that the second pick six, I it was like that was like almost exactly like a Madden play. Yeah. Where you see the quarterback, he throws it, the linebacker is just sitting right there, just steps in front of the receiver, runs it into the end zone. No one even come close to him. No idea what Flacco was seeing there, yeah. but as soon as he threw that second pick six, the game was basically over. I, yeah, there's not really much to like talk about with this game because it's like it, it, you saw it yourself. Like if you watch this game at all, like it was a very interesting first half where it was like sort of close, and then the Texans just blew the doors off of the Browns. It like it didn't look close. The defense like just was getting sauced all over the field. Nico Collins was open oh. every single play. If Dolan I know the scr- catch, I knew, yeah. I knew I knew the screens were going really good. Like they just weren't able to block on screens. Yeah, yeah. Revan Jordan had their backup tight end had about like a sixty Seven, yard a something yarder. like that. Yeah, it was a seventy just off a screen. Yeah, off a screen. It was like. And then there was like a throwback to Dalton Schultz because he actually dropped a touchdown or what would have been a touchdown earlier in the game. But then he comes back and it's like a designed throwback across the field. CJ Stroud just like flat footed, just throws it 45 yards. It puts it in a bucket on the move, like ridiculous. I guess the receiver was on the move. He was flat footed, but whatever. You get what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just I said that I thought the Browns were going to win this game. But I did say, like, Joe Flacco can't turn the football over. And that's exactly <laughs> and what that's he did. Exactly, I mean, he gave the Texans 14 points. Yeah. yeah. And so the worst thing you can do is, as an offense, give the other team points. Yep. And when you do that for 14 of them, it's just a huge momentum killer. Um, were we more impressed with Houston or disappointed in Cleveland? Combo both. Like, it was impressive what... That's a cop-out answer. You got you to gotta choose one. I was more impressed. Actually, no, I was very disappointed in the Browns. That was yeah. bad. Like, as much as Houston played well... That was just terrible. Like Flacco, his insanity run ended. Their defense, who's supposed to be very good, just died on the field for some reason. No one wanted to play football anymore. Uh, Miles Garrett might be a fraud <laughs> just because of that one game. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. We're watching the offense at some point looked like they were cooking. Njoku was getting open. Amari Cooper did get shut down. Yeah, Stingley did shut him yeah. down for most which, of the game. Which I said yeah. last week was a was a if the Texans wanted a path to victory, it was Joe Flacco turning the ball over and Derek Stingley locking up Amari yeah. Cooper. Cooper and yeah. so I the, mean, they came to play. The Texans did exactly that. Cleveland came in kind of, not like unprepared, but those second half adjustments was their downfall. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think I was a little more impressed with Houston just because of how like inexperienced this team is. I mean, there are obviously there are some still some vets on this team, but like as a whole, they're a very, very young team. And just the way they came out super composed, even with D'Amico Ryan's first year head coach, he was not playing conservative at all. He was playing to win. He was giving the keys to CJ Stroud and saying, go win this game. And they went out and just did it. And as much as the Browns defense did kind of disappoint, it clearly was like schemes that were getting these players open. And I think it really, I think it really hurt the Browns, honestly, that they played them earlier in the year because then it's like, okay, well, we've seen this defense before. We know what what we're going to be expecting, generally speaking. So then we'll be able to scheme around that a lot better. Um, and I well, from what I noticed, they were doing a lot more stuff that didn't rely on man-to-man defense. They played yeah. a lot of man defense the first yep. time they played, and then mm-hmm. it's the screen game. It's yeah, all these kind of crossing routes to get guys yeah, open. Tons of crossing routes to get the angles going, and like yeah, it was. It really was just a masterclass on like how to beat the Browns, and they beat. Out of them. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say about. I'm very impressed with Houston. Um, their offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick. Oh, he's yeah. getting a lot of head coaching interviews right now. 
and he should. Okay. I mean, taking this team with rookie wide receivers, Dalton Schultz, CJ Stroud, first year quarterback, people were iffy on, and just give it, putting them in the best possible chance to win that game mm-hmm. against the defense everyone was calling one yeah. of the best in the NFL. Literally. Um, yeah. So hats off to them. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, also, Will Anderson Jr. is good at football. He is yes. probably will win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, actually, yeah, at this point, Hammer yes. Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Carter fell off the face of the earth. Carter's well, it's, it's only based on the regular season. Well, I know it's I know yeah. it's based on the regular season, but like it, the I agree, Jalen Carter's not gonna get it. Yeah, as well, and then also as much as people like to say it's not based on the postseason, yeah. like if you put up good performances postseason, like yeah, like, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was that game. Um. Blowout to start wild card weekend out that we oh, didn't see. Still chilling, Carter. Well, that's for right now. He's not going to win it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, next game, Chiefs at home beat the Dolphins twenty six to seven in the frigid fourth coldest NFL game in history. Yeah. Mahomes two sixty two a touchdown. Tua twenty of thirty nine one hundred ninety nine yards a touchdown and an interception. Yeah. What are we having an honest conversation about here? Like. This game kind of went exactly how I thought it was going to go. It was going to be like an ugly game. Chiefs are going to win. I mean, that's really just because yeah. like the defense was pretty locked down the entire time. They were able to to really contain Tyreek as best they could. I think he only had like 60 something yards. Mm. Um, and it was just off of one deep ball, basically. Yeah, it was like one deep pass. That was like a broken coverage that was completely underthrown by Tua mm. again. Um I, he, he actually really only goes for the touchdown there because the ball is yeah. so underthrown. Yeah. yeah, like it just because he was able to come back and get it, he got so much separation. Yeah, to get the touchdown, yeah, it really was. I mean, and that was their only points of the game, mm-hmm. first yeah. quarter. And like there was, and obviously people are like, "Oh, the Chiefs are still dropping passes." It was like negative twenty yeah. degrees. I I saw people roasting Travis Kelsey, and I did see some of his drops. But then, dude, it, it the he ball was the second leading receiver. It, they were rocks. <laughs> like, like if anybody has actually tried to play football in any sort of weather, even close to freezing, trying to catch a football is like trying to catch a brick getting thrown at you. It hurts so bad. Ooh, they're professionals. I get it, but it doesn't. This is not the, easy. This is the fourth coldest game in NFL. This isn't a cold game. Yeah, is the like one of the coldest games. I'm that fairly sure. Played. Like there was like 15 people from that Chiefs game that went to the hospital because of hypothermia. There were game. icicles on Andy <laughs> Reid's <Reed's> mustache. Face. <laughs> like, That's how cold it was. They had to get the defroster out in the booth. <laughs> like, like, this was so unbelievably cold. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Mahomes looked like Mahomes. He looks like he's getting into his playoff form. They looked a lot better. Um, they st- they ran the ball a lot more, which I'm really like. I'm glad that they did because like that's what their identity needs to be in yep. the playoffs. Because Isaiah Pacheco is a dog, mm-hmm. and that and he needs to be keep getting the Pacheco's ball. Pacheco's just going to be one of those guys who has like a four or five year career that's just like you had to be there when you, you saw him run there. the ball, exactly. and then he's going to be like he's going to like burn out his knees or something, oh, yeah. and uh, then just be done. The way he runs, he's yeah, he's going to like retire with probably two three rings and. After like six years, like that's it. Like his his career is gonna be so short. But, oh my god, Rutgers guy, big Rutgers guy, just like Jamal Charles back when he was on the Chiefs had a good wow. like, few year span. Okay, do not compare Isaiah Pacheco to Jamal Charles. I'm just right? saying it, it's like the similar, not similar, <laughs> not similar, not very similar. Dog, but Jamal Charles is putting up like 250 know, combined yards in a game. You're right. <laughs> I'm just saying he's gonna play for a few years and burn out okay. like Jamal Charles did. Fine, whatever. Um, not that they're the same level. of skill okay okay so career wise i guess but all right fine but yeah i mean it was just like an ugly game mahomes cracked his helmet like he was leading the team it was kind of just like 
the second the Chiefs got out to a lead, it was like they're not losing yeah. this game. Like there was, I I didn't have any doubt. The Dolphins are frauds. Yeah, that's they kind all. Of are. So I think a lot of the conversation surrounding this game has been having an honest conversation about Tua as a quarterback. Yeah, I think we really need to have an honest conversation about how the Chiefs have been discussed all season. Yeah, from the media, how they can't play offense, how maybe they really need Eric Bieniemy, and then they get the first, they get a playoff game that I would say against the Dolphins is like. One of the worst case scenarios. They could have gotten Pittsburgh. They could have gotten Indy. They could have gotten these other teams who barely snuck in. They had the Dolphins who were winning the division until like the last possible second. Mm. Tyreek Hill coming back into Kansas City, offense, and all that kind of stuff. They had, I think they had a bad draw in terms of what they could get. And they completely and utterly dominated that game. Mm-hmm. Their passing offense looked like they had no trouble getting yeah. going in. Mm-hmm awful conditions. Rasheed Rice looks like a wide receiver number one. Oh yeah. Travis Kelsey is the best pass catcher in the NFL history. That's not even like he has the most passing catching guards all time in the playoffs. Yeah. Or he's going to get it really very He's going to get it like probably this playoff run. Yeah. And that's what they have. And Patrick Mahomes is just statistically fantastic in the playoffs. And we all sat here and said, well, not, we didn't sit here and say a lot of people sat there and said, is like the chiefs run over. I'm really confident the Chiefs are going to beat the Bills next week, and we'll get into that. And I think they just demonstrated this week that they have all the tools necessary. Their defense is elite, right. and their offense didn't look like it had any problem in that weather. Dang, okay. I like it. I like it. Thoughts on Tua? Uh, <laughs> He's not good at football. Hey, Jacob. Alabama quarterbacks suck in the NFL. Agreed. That's all I got to say. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I think Mike McDaniel deserves a lot of uh, flack for how his offense performs against good teams. I think he's kind of, yeah. I think he's mm. the kind of the guy who's getting like a, dodging it a little bit. Cause they're like, ah, two is not that good. Well, and also and, the, first and, year, he, and he's funny. Yeah. Like, no, it's oh, second, 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 second year. Second, yeah. second. Um, yeah. but his, he, his offense could not perform against any mm. winning team. So, yeah. um, next game. How about them? them Cowboys, Cowboys. <laughs> the Packers take down the Cowboys 48 to 32. I said on the podcast last week, I would be more happy if the Cowboys lost than if the Eagles won. And I stand by that. I was, I didn't watch a, a announce of this game because I was busy, but I smiled every time I looked at my phone and just saw 21 nothing. Watching this nothing. with a Cowboys fan was, this was amazing. It really was <laughs> an out of body experience. It was, wow. It like Aaron Jones remembered he's good at football. How do the Packers keep getting away with drafting <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterbacks? I don't get it. Obviously, I'm not saying that I, I have a, th- I have a yet, theory, but like, you know what I mean? I have a theory. Okay, shoot. All these quarterbacks get thrown in year one, year two. They just need to sit, dude. I've yeah. been saying this for so long, man. There's, I mean, it's Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers sitting behind him, goes in. Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> sit. Jordan Love sits for th- nearly three years. I think it was nearly he sat for. Yeah. And then he comes in and looks really good. Yeah. And I'm not saying Jordan Love's going to be an all-time great uh, quarterback, but Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith yep. mm-hmm. for two years, uh, just one year, just one year. Okay, yeah. yeah, but sat for a year behind like good quarterbacks. Like it's just sit them, sit them. Like oh and, my god, and it's beneficial when you're good to get a quarterback because when you get the quarterback right, the rest of the team falls into place. Because to be honest with you, I don't think the Cowboys have the QB right. I don't think they have the right QB to win a Super Bowl. I think their Super Bowl window passed them at this yeah. point. Yep. I think it's. I think it's. And only they have the quarterback to do it, and I think the Packers do have the quarterback. Maybe not this year, but in the future to win a Super Bowl. And there's differences between the guys. And I think just when you look at the quarterback and how they're developed, you got guys like Bryce Young coming in year one, sitting behind nobody, 
think Bryce Young could have used a year to like yeah, sit behind a guy, go yeah. through practice, and get a receiving core. You know he who could have sat it behind the guy like Baker Mayfield. Yep, that would have been nice. Just sit behind a pro that's been there for a while, like yeah. have no expectations on you, and just like hey, like whatever happens, happens. And actually use another draft to get players like for the Panthers. I know they don't have their pick this year, but <laughs> they <damn> they could have. <laughs> If they did have their pick, they could have gotten a Marvin Harrison in the draft or something like or that. A lineman and, or and then somebody, played Bryce yeah. when he actually had options to throw exactly. to and stuff like yeah. that. So anyway, that's just me saying the Packers have been very good at this whole quarterback development thing yeah. for a long time. And yeah. it, it came to fruition in this game. Dak Prescott throws the ball 60 times for 403 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. All of, all of those were in garbage yep. time. Literally yeah. all of those were in garbage time because it was... What it was twenty seven nothing at half, mm-hmm. and then it was at one point it was forty eight sixteen I think yep. yeah yeah it was like and then of course like you know garbage time they score the t- uh, some more touchdowns whatever like it, it was an utter domination by the Packers mm-hmm. and it made me so happy <laughs> watching that happen again that was amazing it really was because I hate the Cowboys if you can't tell. But it also makes me really happy seeing like a seven seed come in there and beat a two seed. Yeah, absolutely. Because there was there are some of those like naysayers saying like, oh well, there, there shouldn't naysayers. be a, not that kind of naysayer. Jesus Christ, <laughs> not <laughs> God damn it! I can't say it now. <laughs> uh, there are some boomers that I'll specify there. That always say like, "Oh, why are we expanding the playoffs to like a seven seed? Like, there's no point. Like, they're just gonna get they're going go in there and get smoked." And it's like, well, they're, now they set the precedent of like this like seven seeds deserve to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, I understand that's like okay. Well, it might be an easy win for some teams, but when it comes to teams like the Packers, who can come in there and just ball out with the youngest roster out there and just say, "Hey, we got nothing to lose," and go into Jerry World. And beat the dog out of the Cowboys. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that as like an NFL. No, like, and, and both and both teams had to play their guys the last week. Um, yeah, it was yeah. both teams were playing. It wasn't like the Packers got a rest advantage. It was like because they got they won the division or something. They were they both had, fighting for that spot. They yeah. Both played hard that last week of yeah. the season, and they both were in a spot like where they all their guys were there. They were banged up and everything like that. So, I mean, Raj's reaction. I'm just happy the Cowboys lost. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um. What what is going to be the carnage of the Cowboys is the question. McCarthy's gone. McCarthy, yeah, yeah. McCarthy's Obvious. clearly gone. McCarthy's gone. Tax on like one more year, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think what the Cowboys should do is take a page out of the Packers book, try to move up, draft a quarterback right now. Yeah, yeah. like I would. Consider- well, you got Trey Lance. <laughs> um, oh boy. If that Cooper means rush. If that I don't know how the quarterback class will fall out, but I know there's a lot of good good quarterbacks. In the yeah, draft. Some great quarterbacks this year. Like, can you move up a little bit? Like, even if you have to sacrifice a future first or mm-hmm. so. And sit him behind Dak. Dak's a great quarterback. I would imagine to sit behind. Yeah. Um, sit him for a year or two. Then when Dak's contract comes up, be like, "You can go, buddy." Like, <laughs> see ya. Sign a thirty million, forty million dollar deal with another team. Yeah. But we're gonna go with a different guy. Um, that's what I think they should do. I think Dan Quinn just squandered any possibility of getting a head coaching job. He'll still go to Seattle. Yeah, I think he'll go somewhere. I think he tanked it. You think he tanked it? I think he tanked it to get out. That's my conspiracy. I think he tanked his defense to try wow. to get out of Dallas. What a take. Yeah. I think he's trying to get out of there. Hey, so guys, linebackers, just leave the middle of the field open. Okay, guys. So, Micah Parsons, you're going to go back in coverage. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let Romeo Dobbs get 100, like, whatever yeah. yards on okay, us. Okay, well, you they, see 87, run away from him. I mean, the drafting by the Packers has just been awesome, too. I mean, yeah, there was, very they have completely 
rebuilt that wide receiver room and it yeah. looks great. Dobbs, yeah. Watson, Jaden Reed. That is about to be probably the best receiver room in about two to three years. Yeah. And they have a quarterback who's just like on the same page with them in terms of like age yep. and, and whatnot. Yeah, Musgrave at tight end. Musgrave and Kraft. Yeah. They yeah, have Musgrave two good great. tight They yep. got two good tight ends. They got three good receivers. Like they're about they to be terrifying. They, they have a good cornerback. If they can figure, if they can like get, they need to get it. Joe Barry, you still need to be fired. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if they can like get, add some guys to their defense and like really even like bolster up their offensive line a little bit too, and probably sign another like kind of like late round running back, something like yeah. that, they could be a really, really scary team in the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean they're they're definitely on division when I don't think the Lions need to can kick up their feet next season. No, the best team in that no, division. No, 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 no. Packers should just get better. I mean, they started four and six. Yeah. And they came all the way back. Yeah. And they, they've been winning a bunch of games straight. So mm-hmm. Hats off to the Packers. Um, next game, game of the week. Lions beat the Rams twenty-four to twenty-three. It's a close game. I thought I was on the wrong side of this. I thought the Rams were the better team. I still think they played this game. I think if they played this game ten times. It's five, five, six, four. Oh yeah, yeah it's, like it, it clearly was a very close yep. game. Like um, I didn't think it was going to be a blowout by the Rams. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be a win. Uh, granted, there was a little bit of a ticky tack, no, no call at that. Oh, but yeah, but there was some also some bad calls by the refs in mm-hmm. uh, the game. So Shocker. It's like, yeah, wow, hot take. Sh- hot take. The refs were bad for both teams. Holy crap! Um, yeah, but I mean, it was like as much as I wanted to see Matt Stafford go in there and bounce the first round because it'd be hilarious. I am so happy for Detroit. I want to make that very clear. Like seeing the fan, it was like there was they showed some fan that was like a season ticket holder for like sixty six. Yeah, years. it's crazy. Like sixty six years, he had he'd only seen one playoff win in sixty six years, and this was his second. Like, come on, like you got to be happy for yeah. the city of Detroit. I, I just when I saw the post game, uh, I think a lot of people saw it when they were in the locker room and Dan yeah. Campbell was handing out this, the awards. Like, you can see how much it meant to them. It meant so much to get to get back to this spot. Yeah, um, for the GM, mm-hmm. um, and, and the, for, the GM just. Screaming yeah. in the elevator, <laughs> just, ah, ah! and then for a guy like Jared Goff, uh, I mean, you kind of got kicked to the curb. Yeah, yeah, he's first overall pick in the draft. Get gets wins. You know, wins Brand, brings them to the brings Super them Bowl. to the Super Bowl. Then got smoked by Brady, and then yeah, smoked he, sm- thirteen to 13, 13, three. Oh, oh okay. 13, that three. was a boring one. That's yeah, right. <laughs> um, gets to the Super Bowl. Gets traded for Stafford, yeah, and then can bring him back to the playoffs. Just mm-hmm. great story for Jared Goff. But man, how about Stafford? He was doing things in this game. He that, got knocked out cold, yeah, like in the middle of that game, mm-hmm. and was still making passes. Yeah, I saw a part of this game. I mean, he was just slinging the rock. I mean, he cemented himself, in my opinion, as the best NFC quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, when he had, when his brains are intact, yeah, yeah but. <laughs> I mean, because like the, for anybody wondering, there was like the one there was one hit late in the game. Like, I I kid you not, he gets like kind of hit like in the chest, whatever, and then another guy comes in shoulder directly to the head, and then the whiplash, and then as he hits the ground, his eyes are rolling up into his head, like he was not there for like a good four to five seconds. He thought he was back on Detroit for a hot minute. Yeah, like I, legitimately. I thought. I thought Carson Wentz was coming in for a minute, too. I was, I was so ready for it. I was it. so ready for Could Carson Wentz. Could you imagine Wentz. the redemption arc? I was going to, like, the things I was going to do if Carson Wentz led them to the playoff win was... Oh, my God. The, the, that would have gone My crazy. body... I saw him warming up, and I was like, everybody in the house with me this week. I was like, oh, my God, Carson Wentz is coming Oh, my back. God. Oh, my God, he's going to play. Yeah, but... But it didn't happen. But no. Stafford's a dog. Stafford's a dog. Puka Nakua is an Puka's absolute dog. This dude's going to be a top five receiver next year. Yeah. Like he's ridiculous. He's insane. Like fifth round draft pick. Fifth round draft pick. He's like and he's 
a solid blocker. He eats. I would say more than solid blocker. Yeah. He blocks way better than most wide receivers. And he eats tackles yes. that would have that would just knock most people out. And he is just like getting right up. It's like getting back out there. He is incredible. I thought the Rams might like might have kind of this been their last ride. We had kind of talked about what they are right back in. They are oh, right. I mean, fine. Yeah. like run this team back. They've got some young guys in the defense. Yeah. The, whoever there's a, their defensive tackle was like right up there with Jalen Carter within stats. Yep. Like they have a squad. Yeah. Like, I, I think they can return everyone for another year and they draft so well in the late yeah, rounds. Yeah. Like you need, what do you need? Some offensive line pieces and then beef up the offensive line a little bit. And like maybe some of your secondary, your linebackers, yeah, like that's, 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 that's really, really about it. it. And they're right back in it. So, I mean, great showing by both teams. It was a fantastic game. Um, Oh, it was I was great. glad yeah, it was I was glad Matt Stafford's homecoming to the Lions' first home playoff game in God knows how long. Yeah, like I'm glad it ended up like that. It was yeah. a great game. It was a great game. Yeah, it. I think that was almost a picture perfect way. Of and I think know. the better team won the football game. I but, think the the I, Lions did outplay the. And I, I thought the Rams were better going into it, but I think after watching the game, game I yeah. think it was yep. clear the Lions were a better team. Yep. Um, I mean, the Lions shut down the run game of the. Of the yeah, day. they they, shut they down really Kyron did. Tyron Williams. That's all that they. Yeah, your your guy. Yeah, they shut up. I mean, boy. with that D line and Aiden Hutchinson, I'm not surprised yeah. they didn't want to run the ball. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they. You, that's a great point. Yeah, they really shut the run the game down, which like it forced them to start throwing it, and then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we can force the incompletions. Granted, Puka had like 170 yeah. receiving yards, but <laughs> think, yeah. we'll ignore that one. <laughs> that just Puka's ridiculous, and for awesome. finding him in the fifth round, just good lord, insane. Um, a game that was moved from sun, uh, some for Saturday into Monday was the Bills and Steelers playing at 4:30 on Monday. Yes. They're extremely lucky that was MLK Day because if not, no one would have watched that game. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, yeah that that game would have whatever had zero ratings. Yeah. Um, but Bills beat Steelers 31-17. This game looked like exactly what I thought it would look like. Yeah. It was like pulled out to an early Bills pull out to an early lead. Looked like they're dominating. Kind of let the Steelers back in stupidly. Steelers make a mistake. Game over. Yeah. Like that's basically how. Yeah. And the Bills kind of had control the whole time. Even when it got to yeah. seven, I, yeah. I saw part. No, no. It, there was no, yeah. d- I had no doubt. But like it was just like it was exactly how we, I think we all thought the game was going to go. But I mean, Josh Allen is still good at football. Yes. Mistake free um, football. It's going to get him, make, get yes. him, let him go far away. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might not have the 500 total yards with four touchdowns and two picks that keep the other game or the other team in the game. But I mean, this was a very clean game by him. Um, he got in there and did what he needed to do and got out. Also, Loki did a fake slide at one point, but we'll kind uh, of did, did that. do a fake slide. No, yeah. I wouldn't say Loki. Yeah, I think he, <laughs> he did straight a up did a fake slide, but we'll. Which is great because Kenny Pickett's on the other side. <laughs> I mean, he's hilarious. on the sideline, but Kenny's like, it's my move. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> so, but I mean, the real question now is where do the Steelers go from here with their QB? <sighs> I mean, I, well, first of all, I think it's absolutely ridiculous they're not playing Kenny Pickett. Yeah, you drafted this. Dumb. I don't care like where the momentum is. You drafted this guy in the first round, like, and I understand you, keeping the guy with a hot hand, but like, it's Mason Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, you, we've seen it's, his game before. Th- this isn't a situation where I, it's a very drastic comp- like comparison, but this isn't a situation where Brady had such a hot hand when Bledsoe went down. Yeah, and true. you just yeah, wrote, yeah, wrote yeah. the guy like this is Mason Rudolph who doesn't really have a hot hand. He's just okay. Yeah, and people always he's forget, better than Mitchell Trubisky, and people forget that Kenny had a great game. Yes, the game before the first game, and then he gets injured in the next game. Uh huh. Like, what do you want to do? First game over three hundred yards when they changed the offensive coordinator. Yeah, he gets injured. Yeah, so, I think. Well, I think next year, I think it's going to be a somewhat quarterback controversy, but I think Kenny just wins the job. He should. Yeah, he's going. He's going to. He he like it, this is ridiculous. I think. 
I'm not a Kenny Pickett guy. I didn't I said no? You have been no. very yeah. vocal about. I that. don't think he's going to be a great quarterback. I think next year he's probably going to lose the job and he'll probably end up being a backup in, in, the, in the NFL. But and I could be wrong about that. And you're welcome to come clip this and yell, <laughs> yell at me in the comment section. Has MVP season. I hope <laughs> God, that would be so funny. Crazy. That would be so funny. But. This will be the doc. You don't draft. Oh you don't draft quarterbacks in the first round and then not play them and then not play them to guys that are established backups like Mason yeah. Rudolph. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like Mason Rudolph is not some great backup quarterback or some unknown that's playing well. Like we know yeah. exactly what made it Mason Rudolph is, and I don't like the the idea that he gives you the best opportunity to win right now over Kenny Pickett, unless his ankle is just not right. Which I mean, at a certain point, like if you're kind of just like. If you're sort of just punting on the season at a certain point, it's like, what like what risk are we going to take trying mm-hmm. to get, have our quarterback get injured? Just leave the guy in with a hot hand, <laughs> yeah. have him sit, have him learn. Because like again, it's like what it was the second year this year, and but it's I mean it's the playoffs. It's the playoffs, yeah, I guess. But like, the, but then the thing is like, you don't want to throw him in cold into the playoffs. Well, I, I so I just don't think that Kenny Pickett sitting is just like the right idea. You play, you should have played him in the last week, even if yeah. there's a few snaps in practice unless he's just not right but if he's not right he shouldn't be suiting up mm-hmm. like i'm a firm believer that if you're and this is we'll get into the eagles in a minute here but <laughs> oh when players are injured they're either injured or they're not injured mm-hmm. like if you're a little banged up that's called the nfl yeah but if you're injured you shouldn't be playing football and you should At be all. like yeah. healing yep. so if kenny pickett's injured then he shouldn't be on the sideline mm-hmm. like being benched for mm-hmm. mason rudolph and i just think it's embarrassing for the third string quarterback to not be the best option like the yeah. fact that your coach believes that it, it to me is nuts whatever um but anyway, Bills move on. And then we all said here that we thought the Eagles would get the job done. We all thought against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who haven't looked good at the end of the season, the Eagles could just find a way to get one win and, you know, get at least one playoff win in a disastrous end of the season. And they weren't even close. They got blown no. out 32-9 to Monday night football. Got just Raj, take take it from here. Give, <laughs> give me what you're thinking. You know, all week after the pod, we record the pod. I was sitting there, just sitting like I was just like, you know what? I think we're just gonna lose. I have no faith. I I had that slight bit of delusion, hoping that Brian Johnson. You made a win. delusional bracket where you had the, yeah. The well, Eagles. yeah, I did have the delusional bracket just in case. The Kelsey Bowl. Yeah, just in case. But I was sitting there and thinking, I'm like, man. Brian Johnson probably didn't change anything. We're probably going to go out there and play the Eagles football. But he's a play- head coach candidate. Yeah, <laughs> Send him away. I don't care. I'm waiting <laughs> for that Brian Johnson's been fired post. I just don't understand some of those route concepts. You sit there and you watch the middle of the field wide open on these blitzes. You see the they're blitzing. And obviously, it's so easy to blitz our offense when we don't utilize the middle of the field. If you see they're blitzing, call a hot route, audible into a slant. It's not like our receivers are trash. We have Devontae Smith. And when he did use the middle of the field, Smitty ran it for about 40 yards. Crazy what happens when you use the middle of the field and create good route concepts. Not having Goddard and Smitty go both run like curl routes on the same side, (laughs) two yards away from each other. It doesn't make sense. Brian Johnson, you shouldn't be in the NFL anymore. Have fun coaching high school, buddy. High school. Yeah. Um, I just... I watched part of this game like it's unbelievable to me the Eagles looked the way they did because mm-hmm. they truly didn't look like they wanted to be there yeah. and quite frankly it's hard for me to blame them they have just been a lethargic team yeah. for weeks and weeks on end and they acted like it they acted like the season had over they looked like a 4-12 and team I heard someone say this this morning they looked like the 4-12 and team that was going into their last game of the season they looked yeah. like a team who had lost all their players due to injury and we're just out there trying to get the season done. They looked like a mm-hmm. team that was losing in a blowout game on the first snap of the game. 
they just had no interest in playing this playoff type mm-hmm. of football and it showed yep. that's why you put up that's why it's 32 to 9 you fail to touch push one yard out when you don't do that all season like it's well, just a perfect accumulation of just the, i know jalen hurts guys faced and off. vita vea but that was the second time it didn't work vita vea was both times that's crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just accumulation of just a horrible season jalen hurts didn't even play that bad this game um I don't even think this was honestly the Buccaneers doing things well. They dropped passes. They did. All they the should, I think Baker should have had like 400 yards passing. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I mean, just this is an entire. Everyone wants to say, where do you want to put blame on the Eagles season? This is a entire. This is a systemic. Uh, this, is, this stems from Howie Roseman deciding that he wanted to outsmart people and not care about the linebackers or safeties at all. It backfired. He signed James Bradbury to an extension, which isn't his fault, but James Bradbury looks horrible. Like, I mean, he's regressed a ton since last year. I mean, he wasn't great last year, but he's horrible now. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes to the players who have regressed. Um, the defensive Jay, Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter got worse as the season went on. I'm not gonna, they're young. I'm not gonna like not, not gonna bag on them too much. I'm not gonna bag on too much, but they got worse as the season yep. went on. Um Hassan Reddick, whether it was scheme or not, has not been as uh impactful throughout the season. Obviously, still these linebackers and safeties, even though they're bad player like even though they're not great players and all a lot of money in them they're, they're not playing that well mm-hmm. um darius slay didn't look great yesterday he's coming off of a, a new procedure but he's still out and there now he's probably hurt with another injury. yep that was horrible um and then on the offensive side of things the offensive line has gotten worse every single game this year i think it's probably yeah. part of the reason jason kelsey retired um and just they've just collectively just their players aren't playing well and then the coaching is just uh we've talked about the coaching at nauseum like it's not good. The defensive doesn't. They're not. They're dropping Hassan Reddick back in coverage a lot. Mm-hmm. They are, they don't know what they're doing, and it's just an entire system failure yeah. that just was right in front of you on that football game. Oh yeah, and you know what else I heard this morning? A lot of people were talking and saying that more was going on than just losing the coordinators. Almost like something happened in the locker room. Like I've been saying for weeks. So f- all of you in the comments <laughs> that were saying that I was that I had no idea what I was talking about. I know what I'm talking about, okay? Also, if you please don't take any of this seriously. I'm not it's not that deep. <laughs> I, I, would, I would I would really like to I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm excited to see what happens with this Eagles team in the offseason. A little scared, but excited All I want to see is Brian Johnson fired before the end of the week. That's all like, I ask. Look, look, look. It's at the end of the day I think this is just a season you need to write off. Like, I agree. It you know you're coming off of a Super Bowl hangover. Clearly, there's just some major issues that need to be addressed that can be addressed. I don't think there's anything on this team that can't be fixed because it's very obvious and clear issues on the field. There's some weird stuff going on off the field, but I feel like a lot of teams kind of have that where it's like there's weird rumors and kind of stuff going around, and then it's like yeah, hey, it kind of figures itself out. Yep. Because at the end of the day, winning cures all. Because when you're winning, it's fine. Yep. Like, whatever. So, I mean, mean, it's got to be incredibly frustrating for this group. That's why I think a lot of the stuff in the locker rooms come out because it's got to be extremely frustrating. You were in the Super Bowl last year, arguably should have won the Super Bowl last year. And then now it's like you're barely even able to keep pace with the box. And again, this was a whole entire season problem because the Eagles, every single, they were the most miserable 10 and 1 football team you would ever see. Yeah. Yeah. They knew that they knew stuff wasn't right. They knew they were frustrated. And then, 
it completely fell off, especially after Sean Desai was fired. Yeah. You know what? This is just well, fire, fire, whatever, whatever, whatever same thing. This is just Philadelphia sports. You know, we got these great <laughs> teams and we like to do this thing where we shoot ourselves in the foot, not just once. We take a shotgun and load it with eight <laughs> shells and we just keep shooting until the foot is paced. I don't know why. We did it. We did it in the NFC. Not the, just kick. The NL championship. Okay, cook. We did it in the Super Bowl. We did it this season in the playoffs. We did it again in the World Series to a year, whatever, however long ago that was. We did it in what? World, two, like World last Series year? two years ago. NL championship and, last season. Yeah. Last season. Super Bowl. Now, uh, the Sixers also. The Sixers' existence. Second round every season because we shoot ourselves in the foot and can't win a game six at home or game seven series ever. Don't worry. The Flyers are good this year. I don't care about hockey. Whatever. I, don't. I don't know what's going I'm on. I'm the biggest Flyers fan right now. Yeah, when they, when the, when they, if they make the playoffs, I'll start watching and then I'll start getting into you it also again. Cl- I think you claimed on the podcast that you were a Devils fan, but whatever. Oh, well, I don't <laughs> care. Whatever. We need to find that. <laughs> this is just pain. I'm just waiting for the thank you fans post. Like, please post it. I don't think they're going to post it because they've seen all the memes about <laughs> yeah. it. I don't think they're posting because they know... The Eagles know exactly what's yep. going to happen if they post it. It's going to be like the amount of backlash they're going to be getting on that post is going to be insanity. Yeah, I think if they do it, they'll at least wait for the ex- exit uh, the exit interviews. That um, next post better be we have relieved uh, Brian Johnson of his offensive coordinator duties effective immediately. That better be the next post. So we'll do this obviously, of course, when everything's all said and done a little bit. But where do the Eagles go from here? If you're like, if you're deciding making decisions for the Eagles, what do you what are your first steps? Okay, to, do you want sane Eagles fan or disgruntled Eagles fan? I want what you would do. What I would do is what you would do in step one. You're, you're the you're, GM. You're not GM? sane. Yeah, so you're okay. the GM. Do whatever you need to yeah. do. Step one, get rid of Brian Johnson. Easy. Step two, work on drafting some replacements for positions. Step three, if we need to trade someone, do it. Get a better linebacker. Do something. Get someone in the offseason. I don't know who's free agents yet. Bolster up the linebacker. The fronts our front four is amazing. They're good. They're young. We're getting back there. Get better linebackers so we don't need to drop Hassan Reddick into coverage every goddamn time because he's known for blitzing, not dropping into coverage. He's a, he's a, like a, 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 he's a Jesus. I had a stroke there. Oh my wow. god! Wow. <laughs> he's an edge rusher, not a drop back yes. linebacker. Yeah. Three. Keep Reed Shiesty. I like him. Okay. That's it. No, I'm not. I'm not. Reed Blankenship. Okay. Yeah. Reed Shiesty. Okay. Uh, step four. James Bradbury. Either. Learn how to tackle. I will do tackling drills with you one-on-one if you want for like a month straight. I don't care. Just learn how to tackle, dude. And then step five, see you, Sean Desai. You're trash. That's why the Bears lost, and that's why they regressed that badly, and you got fired. Step six, get rid of Matt Patricia. He is not good either. There's a reason why. Uh, well, okay, well, you can just say get rid of the clear the okay, defensive yeah, staff. Okay, out. so you say so. What you're saying is clear damn near everybody except for Sirianni. And I the think staff. like I keep seeing everyone like saying, "Oh, fire Sirianni." Okay, I know we fired Doug for much less, but still, he's made the playoff every season he's been in Philly. And as much as we want to place all the blame on him, we can't place all the blame on him. And it's only his third season here. If they fire him, will I be surprised? Kind of. If they don't fire him. Cool, keep them. We'll rebuild. We'll figure it out. It's fine. And offensively, um, yeah, it's gonna suck without Kelsey. Hope yeah, it's gonna suck. Jurgens is gonna need a year to you know figure it out probably. So the old line's not gonna be as good anymore. For- fortunately, Jurgens is sitting behind 
kind of sitting yeah, yeah. Playing, playing guard and he's been sitting behind he's been learning one of the best centers of all time yeah, and a guy who i know is probably there working with him every oh, single yeah. day I, I wouldn't be surprised if kelsey goes back yeah he will yeah i'd be surprised him and stoutland I, I wouldn't be once stoutland wants to retire kelsey will probably take that job over oh i wouldn't i wouldn't go that far uh we'll see maybe who knows we'll maybe see. stoutland probably won't retire let at him, this point let, let him let him hope okay okay i just, just want to false hope uh please resign deandre swift we cannot lose him <laughs> do not lose him I don't know if we're signing him, buddy. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what AJ Brown. This is what happens for. when you pay your quarterback, who is not that good, fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do about Hurts. Maybe, maybe he just needs to see. Maybe he just needed. How long is the contract? Five, five, five years. years something how, like that? how much longer? For the guarantee let me money? let me pull out. Let me okay, pull up the yeah, contract. You keep going. Well, you tell out. me how to fix the Eagles. Okay, I'll tell you. Okay. Um. Well, I agree with Rob. Well, what would you do? Yeah. 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 Um, so if I was Howie Roseman, um, first thing I would do is I would trade Jalen Carter of the Giants. Um, sorry. <laughs> Forecast considerations. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Um, so if I was the GM, you got to get rid of offensive coordinator. You got to go. You got to make a – well, because here's the thing. There is no salary cap for coaches. Now, the other Brian Johnson for Detroit – is a good offensive coordinator. And he has said that like unless he gets essentially like life-changing money, he's not leaving. So you need to be ready to throw money at a at a good offensive coordinator cuz I know okay, it's better if somebody comes up through your system, it's better if somebody comes up through your system. You need a good offensive coordinator now cuz there's some young guys on the team, but the the Super Bowl window for the Eagles is now. Yeah. And after this year it might have gotten slammed shut. But I, who knows? We we will see on that one. So you need to go take a swing at a big offensive coordinator. Hell, go try to take the enemy from the Commanders. I don't know. Try something. Um, then for defense, obviously you need to find some sort of defensive coordinator to fill that gap. Um, you either look at you, you got to look at like smaller teams. Um, you got to look at like even somebody like the Raiders. Like they had a pretty solid defense. Um, like look at them for a defensive coordinator there. I think Sirianni is an asshole, but I think that he's not a bad head coach. I think he just needs the coordinators to support him. Um, in the draft, uh, you either got to be drafted a linebacker first round, or you're going out and you're uh, finding some gem like the like just recently how the Giants went and found yeah. Bobby Okereke from the Colts. You got to find some younger guy that's going to be coming up on a contract year that's going to be playing solid football that can be that number one because Nicobe Dean is solid. He's not a, he's not a middle. No, line. he's no. not a true middle. And he's been injured all year. Yeah, he's been injured a lot. You've got some like younger linebackers. What did he play in college? He didn't play middle. Did he, he was, he was the Mike in college, Mike. but being a Mike in the NFL is it's very different because he's just, he's a, he's an undersized nice. linebacker. Uh, even for how small linebackers have gotten, mm-hmm. like it's just like he he just needs you need a bigger dude in the middle. Yeah, yeah like you just do. Um, and James Bradbury sent him to the moon. Yeah, I don't, who cares? <laughs> Get him out of here. Um, because I think wasn't Ringo coming in and playing? Ringo was Ringo, playing a lot better than Ringo Bradbury. was playing well. Yeah. Well, no, because he because Bradbury got benched at one point, and I think Ringo was going in instead of him. Nah, Slay got hurt. No, Slay got because because Bradbury had to, had to go to QB one. Dude, CB1. there was a tweet go, that went out that Bradbury got benched oh. during the game. Like yesterday? Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, during the game, I didn't see. Well, yes. I, 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 did, I stopped watching halfway oh, okay, through. Whatever. I was just look every time I looked up and heard a like a cheer from the. So crowd, I thought, you, like, I thought oh, you meant like oh, multiple like weeks yeah, ago. No, 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 no. Yeah. It was during the game he got benched during a drive. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Right. Yeah. But like my whole thing is like, 
I think as a team, you need to sit down with everybody and genuinely have a conversation about the season because everybody needs to come up and talk how like as stupid as it sounds, everybody needs to talk about how they feel, how the season went. This needs to be with everybody, not just one-on-one in exit interviews because you need to get to the bottom of it now because this is a change in culture and having a good locker room is so unbelievably important to a team that it can completely like look at this look at the Steelers from a couple of years ago. Yeah. They had a, they had one of the best offenses in the league, but an absolutely cancerous locker room and they fell apart almost immediately yep. after that. You got to nip this in the bud right now mm-hmm. because I don't know what's going on in that locker room, but you got to figure it out yeah. now. Yep, I agree. Um going back to Jalen Hurts' contract, um his cap hit next year is 13 million then 21, 31, 45, 54. Holy He's making an average of $51 million and he has $180,000 guaranteed on that. Wait, is a wait, wait, wait what? $180,000 guaranteed? guaranteed? Yeah. It's all incentives. A lot of it's I mean his base salary is only a million dollars. Damn. Oh. But his cap hit of course like But the cap yeah. hit is yeah. still yeah. Um you really can't get out of the deal until 2028 when you could just cut 2028? Yeah, cuz then you could cut him for 24. Holy dude. Cut. That's when like that's when your potential out is. Otherwise, it's only a trade. Good Which Lord. I am not sitting here saying that Jalen Hurts is like at the level where you're considering cutting. Like no, no, no. That's not like a Russell Wilson type of situation. Um, but what I am saying is that we need to figure it out. You need to think about it because he's not playing well, mm-hmm. and that's where that's where I'm at with him. Um, what I would do is if. I've said this last week too. If you know Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, or maybe Jim Harbaugh would take the job, you can fire Sirianni. But if those three guys don't want the job, and I mean, listen, you can figure it out pretty quickly. Like people aren't inter- interviewing Bill Belichick. Like I had the Falcons put out a tweet. We have interviewed Bill Belichick. No, Bill Belichick went, and then the the Falcons begged the, him on hands the, and knees. The Falcons just asked, "What like what do you think?" What do you yeah. want to do with our team? And how do you want to be involved? That's what they did. So if they get wind that Bill Belichick would like to go to the Eagles, then change the coach and just change the culture. But otherwise, to keep Sirianni, you need a clean house on offensive, defensive staffing. Yeah. You need to figure out which players are like not good for the vibes and cut them. I don't know if AJ Brown's bad for the vibes or not. If so, like trade them. Like I don't like the last thing the last thing this team needs right now is bad vibes and you need to figure out an offensive coordinator who works with Jalen Hurts yeah. and I think a lot of that's going to be like a Shanahan kind of guy but find a guy with a running quarterback that's really succeeded I don't know if it's whoever's coached up Lamar over there but yeah you could look at the quarterback's coach from Baltimore you can yeah, find like yeah. you, need, you need to find somebody who, who gets him because he's regressed a lot from last year he doesn't even look comfortable in the pocket anymore no um, he's I think he's lost all his confidence so that's what I want to see done um, but we'll we will see again. I don't think firing Sirianni is a good option unless you have a yeah. clear guy in mind. Um, if you did fire him, a guy like Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. Brian Johnson could be yep. interesting from Detroit. Yep. Um, oh, I think it might be Ben Johnson. I think it's Ben Johnson. Yeah, yeah I think I've been saying Brian Johnson <laughs> the entire time. Whatever. You know who yeah. I mean. Not um, not the guy from Philly. Yeah. Ben Johnson would be interesting. I wouldn't fire Sirianni for him. But again, if he's if the team is out on Sirianni and you can tell then I would do something. Otherwise I would draft secondary like linebackers and safeties and the yeah. high picks. I would, 
I'd consider doing a lot to get yeah. this team where it goes because they're they're there and the NFC is not strong. Mm-hmm. So you can really come back for next year. But yep. otherwise, I'm glad the Eagles lost because just even yesterday I was like <laughs> I didn't get to watch the full game because my flight got delayed. But um, I was like, gosh, I got to watch the Eagles game tonight. That's how that's <laughs> You're just stressed. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was. I was. I knew it was going to be hell. Like I knew it was going to be a horrible time. Oh my god! Because it's not fun watching the Eagles because they just don't play good football. Like, no, not one aspect of the game yeah. is good. Yeah. The only thing that's good about them, the only thing they do well is the touch push, and they failed it last night. So. It's what happens when you have a six foot four, four hundred pound Samoan dude in the middle of the line. So yeah, who got lower than Jason Kelsey? I've never seen that in my life. That was insane. What a whatever. Wild. Moving on, we're going to predict the next week the divisional round games. Okay. Now, I'd like to put a side note. A lot of these are going to seem like easy picks because this is the most egregious betting line I think I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. of a weekend. We have the Texans, the Ravens favored by nine and a half, the 49ers favored by nine and a half, the Lions favored by six and a half. And then the Chiefs bill games a two and a half point line. That is ridiculous yeah, for a divisional are... week game. And that's because a lot of upsets happened and there seems to be mm. a lot of like clear people to win. So yeah. w- before we we're not going to I don't think a lot of us are going to be spewing any like hot takes over here. Yeah, but it is what it is. Starting with the Saturday 430 game Texans versus the Ravens. Of course, the Ravens are at home. The one seed they've been off for two weeks, basically, um, yeah, two basically. Weeks. And they had that for that last week. So it's kind of been like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but where are we at with this game? What do we think needs to happen? Can the Texans pull an upset? So, this is in Baltimore? In Baltimore. <sighs> do we know what the weather's like in Baltimore? I'll look it up. I'll, weather, yeah, please look that up. That actually does impact how I'm going to say this. Um, so, I think C.J. Stroud is an absolutely amazing quarterback. I think Lamar Jackson is should be the MVP this year at this point. Uh, maybe Christian McCaffrey because he's a runner. 26, 26, partly sunny, 0% precipitation. Wins okay. 15 miles per hour. Okay. So Lamar Jackson playing at MVP caliber this year in 26 degree weather with 15 mile an hour wins. This is going to be on the run game. Yeah. Texans don't really have a run game. No. So, and of course, if there's anybody that's going to prove me wrong, it's probably CJ Stroud. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to go with my gut. And I'm going to say that the Baltimore defense is still going to play very solid because they're secondary uh, isn't as banged up as well. It's it's pretty banged up, but I think that their secondary is going to be playing better now that they've seen how the Texans are going to be playing. It's going to be hard to throw the ball. It's going to be kind of on the run game. They have great linebackers. Well, Roquan Smith is probably a top two linebacker in the league. Patrick Crane is solid, um, but I think the Ravens win this game. But if there's anybody. I can pull up an upset this week. It's the Texans. It's CJ Stroud the Texans. So that's how I think. Raj. <sighs> it was right about the Texans last week, but now do I'm it again. Another... Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. You won't. You won't. You won't. Do it again. Changing, changing your bracket. You're going to switch up. You're going to switch on the CJ Stroud. What like you're allowed to do, but you can switch up, but you'd be. I didn't even have the Texans winning uh, after the first week. I had them losing. Oh, I know what I'm saying. You're, you're sw- you'd be switching up. Nah, I think I'm going to keep the Ravens winning this. I mean, I know CJ Stroud, it might shock the world again, but. I, they're I too think good. They're, the Ravens are way yeah, too good way too to good. lose to this team. So, oh, sorry, I forgot you would have had the Texans playing. Uh, yeah, uh, Bills. Yeah. So yeah, I got Ravens winning this game. Yeah, I, I got the Ravens too. Um, 
I'm still skeptical of playoff Lamar just because his track record is horrible. I I'm, think this I'm is not a white time, guy yeah. hating on black quarterbacks. <laughs> I'm somebody who looks at the data and the stats. So in his playoff career, you he's not been good. racist. <laughs> no, white, 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 white. <laughs> um, but his last three playoff games have been not great. So I am a little bit nervous about that. And that's why I love the Texans plus nine and a half. Uh, sorry about the cut. Uh, was somebody tried to shovel our driveway. Anyway, okay. <laughs> there's snow. Um, anyway, but yeah, I think lo- I'm a little bit concerned about like the Lamar QB performance, but the- I think the Ravens are just a lot better than the Texans are. I, the, the Ravens, I think, I think this is going to be the year that the Ravens finally put it together. Yeah. Like, just the way that they've been playing, like they've been playing solid and like just winning games every like all year. And they started picking up momentum right at the right time. The only thing that concerns me besides CJ Stroud is that they've had a lot of time off. Yep. And that kind of worries me a little bit. I might I think the Texans are on a really big high right now. They have and a like lot they of momentum. They're, they're, no, I think they're due for like an emo, like kind of a letdown. Oh, like a crash. Oh, I and, see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. think that will kind of like I think the Ravens being on all at rest and the Texans crash might kind of cancel each other out. Yeah. Because so, so we'll see. I think it's I think it's an interesting spot cuz I could see the Texans going up seven nothing score on an opening drive and everyone's like looking yeah. around like oh is this is this it is this it is but, this the dagger is this the dagger i will say uh-oh if the texans win this is gonna start a whole like lamar's gonna win his unanimous mvp or close should, to that yeah he should and win, yeah. if they lose to cj stroud like rookie qb Ooh. after being the one seed it's gonna get loud. It's gonna get loud. Yeah. Um. Although they, Lamar, you can come over to the Giants. It's fine. <laughs> a lot of teams would still take you, but it, it please, will get loud. please come over to the Giants for love of God. And I can stop being labeled a racist. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Packers versus the 49ers. Niners. Uh, this is gonna be the end. Not beat down. Yeah, I think Packers. we 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 both said it. I think last week. Yeah. Where we were like, if the Cowboys won, the Packers are gonna get destroyed by the 49ers. I, I would love to believe in the Jordan Love. Look, I. I, I I, it would be sick if they it came would, in. Yeah, great. I'm going to be watching this game for the possibility. Like I might be, I might end up rooting for the Packers, but I don't think they're going to win. This happens every season, guys. Like it's the annual beatdown: the Cowboys by the Packers, <laughs> and then the Packers lose to the 49ers. Yeah, yep. yeah. So that's where it's like I. It's free. Yeah, because the 49ers, the the kind of their one thing is like they just needed a little bit of rest. And now that they yeah. got it, it's like oh. And, I mean, listen, the Packers defense is not that good. Packers defense is not good and middle I, of the field like the line this no yeah I I think that this is gonna be uh, this is this might this is either gonna be really ugly or Jordan Love legacy again one or the other <laughs> yeah yep I love the 49ers minus nine and a half I think damn like it's I know it's a big, win by 10 I know it's a big line but the Packers, they got a rookie receiving room for the most part. A first-year QB. 49ers are coming off rest. It's going to be Nick Bosa, Chase Young, Javon Hargrave, I, um, Armstead, or not Armstead. They got or, to watch all this no, tape whoever. on the Packers. I mean, I think they're, like, so excited for this game. I mean, the Packers have serious deficiencies on defense. and Christian McCaffrey, how many yards? Total. Mm, I'm wondering what the line 140 is. 140 all purpose. I was I was thinking the line should be around like 120 and a half or something yep. like that. So, I mean, I think he's going to go for like 130, <laughs> 140 yards. Yeah. 
Um, I think if there's the run games to get going, I think they'll get a lot of slants going. The only way the Packers win this game is if it's a shootout and Brock Purdy can't hang. Yeah. Jordan loves a better quarterback. I, oh, yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Brock Purdy kind of progresses a little bit mm-hmm. and it isn't playing as well in the playoff spotlight and Jordan Love gets going and it starts to become a high scoring game, that's the Packers route to victory. That's yeah. what happened in the Dallas game. They've scored. And you a bunch also of just, points. they also, I think, just got to have like, you know, tip passes just go their way. They yep. get interceptions, like get turnovers. If they win the turnover battle, if they like, they have to have a lot of things go right, but there is, I'm not saying there's no shot. Yeah, there's there's not no shot, but it's like a it's like an eighty twenty, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, because the Cowboys and the Forty ers are very different teams, very different teams, yeah. Um, and so that's why I think the Forty ers have this yeah. in the bag. Um, but I will be excited to watch because again, Jordan Love and that'd be the, awesome. Jordan Love went in there and won. I love that. Yeah, it, it's a very exciting story. So next yeah. game, Buccaneers versus Lions. I I love Lions. The, I love the Lions, Lions. here. Lions. Lions. Um, we talked about it last week when I said the Eagles would win. Um, because the Eagles are a bad team right now. The Buccaneers still, I don't think they're that good of a team. They made a lot yeah. of mistakes against the Eagles, and they still won big. Um, Lions coming off a huge playoff win. Yep. They're gonna their momentum is gonna be so high going into Detroit. Yep, like that's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I agree. And I just think I think the Lions are just a better team mm-hmm. overall. I think that's probably the game people are least interested in watching because it should be a beatdown. Yeah, the, the Lions. Now, the path for the Buccaneers is that they can cook the Lions secondary shootout yeah i think it's shootout it's it's very similar to uh the packers um i think it's it's shootout and win the turnover battle um because if you can because like the 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 secondary of the lions is a little bit iffy so if you can get mike if you can actually hit mike evans on those on those deep routes you can hit the tight end you can hit godwin you can hit all these random rookies that yep. apparently are good yeah. now, whatever. Don't Palmer. worry, Trey Palmer's going to say, yeah. tweet, I woke up angry at 5.55 a.m. Yeah, and then you need... I'm not saying they need to, like, full... They, need, they don't need, like, 10 turnovers, but, like, if the Lions are driving, like, you need to stop them. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to hold them to field goals. Like, Ben don't break. Levante David and Devin White need to be bottling up the run game at the line. They can't be letting David Montgomery fall for three, four extra yards every run. Like they need to be yeah. stuffing the run game, forcing them to pass, and then you can hope that um, who's the safety? It's really good. CJ. Nope, on the Bucks. Uh, I'm so stupid. Oh, uh, Whitehead. No, no, nope. no, not Jordan Whitehead. No, it's not Jordan Whitehead. I'm why? Oh, it's not Minnesota. Minnesota guy, thirty-one. Oh, what was his name? He's like Winfield. Winfield, yeah. yes. Um, Antoine Winfield yeah. Jr. Yeah. Um, you gotta hope that Ooh. he comes up too. Yeah, that, that was a lot. Good lord, that took way too long. But yeah, I think that's there's a shot for them. I think it's a lot closer than in the Packers 49ers game. Agreed. Yeah. But I still think the Lions pr- pretty handedly win this game. Do, what do you like about? Do you like the six and a half line in his favor? <laughs> I'll take the Lions on that. Yeah, I just think I'll take I, the Lions, yeah. I'm still iffy on the Bucks just because of the way they paid, play the Panthers at the end of the year. Like yeah. I just still think and like they didn't play a great game against the Eagles. No, yeah, it was kind of just like the the Eagles more lost that game than the Bucks won it. Yeah, yeah it's just like people have been saying the Eagles are not a good football team. No, are not a good. Football. I mean, they just outright lost to the Giants at the end of the year. Yeah, like, yeah. so yeah, um, I just think that's kind of. I mean, it's great for the Bucks and maybe they'll ride off the momentum, but I just mm-hmm. see a Lions win here, and then. Chiefs versus Bills. This is the matchup that everyone couldn't have wrote this better. Yep. The end of the year. Chiefs versus Bills. The Bills in Buffalo. In Buffalo. For the first time. Yep. 
Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game ever. Ever. Minus two and a half in the Bills' favor. Raj, I'm going to start with you. Josh Allen's winning this game. I, don't I think care. Josh Allen's winning this Josh game. Josh Allen's wow. winning this game. I think they're winning. I think they're breaking the curse. This is the season. This is it. Y'all Unless gonna, Josh y'all Allen are, doesn't beat the allegations and you know throws like five picks, tries y'all to do everything. Are crazy for doubting Patrick I, Mahomes. This is I just I with the amount of momentum the Bills have with how sketchy which again, obviously I'm saying sketchy. The Chiefs offense still looks fairly good. I just if it comes down to a shootout, I don't know if the Chiefs have the firepower anymore. No, nah, they don't. It, the problem is this isn't a it's not a shootout game. The Chiefs are going to hold this Bills team down. I don't, down. It's, I don't think so. Because the Bills have a balanced offense, though. They have a run game. They have passing. Like I, This Chiefs defense is so good. Like I'm not saying that this is like legitimately a 51-49 yes. yeah. type of game. Like, it, well, I'm not saying score-wise. I'm saying like percentages-wise. Well, like, well, yeah, I mean, at this <laughs> rate, it could be 51-49. That'd be sick. Um, but I, this is like... I could see either team winning this game. I think the... Bills just with the momentum that they have playing in Buffalo. It's Mahomes is coming in there. They have such a big chip on their shoulder that everybody doubted them the entire year. The people were calling for Josh Allen to, like to be cut. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> I think they come away with the win. I think there. I think all the Bills needed was Ken Dorsey to be fired and clearly <laughs> Sean McDermott to be a member of Al Qaeda now. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. And they just need one Bills fan to sacrifice himself into the pit. Yes, they need it. They need at least one Bills fan to throw themselves into the pit, and then they'll they win. win. They've been undefeated since. For, so. for, before we get, move on, for context, <laughs> uh, the Bills are building a new stadium, like right next to their uh, their old one, and currently, right now, it's just a giant ditch in the ground. And uh, during every single one of their wins. If there has been a report that somebody has fallen into the pit during the the tailgates and everything. Absolutely great. So if they sacrifice somebody to the pit, they will win. Yeah. So I I I wonder who's going to sacrifice themselves next week. Somebody's got to take an L. I think the Bills are going to win. This is like on par with like putting the jerseys on the uh, Rocky statue and. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, except when the 49ers did that, but we'll ignore that one. Well, yeah. There's no way. Patrick Mahomes is losing his first road playoff game. I think he is. There is. I am so confident. MVS is going to drop like four passes. (laughs) Travis has regressed a little bit this season. Not a lot, but he's not as good. I love the under in this game. Yeah. I I love the under. I could see that happening. I think the Chiefs are going to bottle up whatever Buffalo is doing. And... I just think the Chiefs' offense is just going to look like I don't. I don't. Didn't the Bills already beat them this season? The Chiefs. No, that was last year. The Chiefs no. own the Bills. I think the Bills are like are terrified of this matchup. I don't think they are. Like I, Stephon Diggs is not on the same page. Like I think that the Chiefs have a huge advantage at the cornerback wide receiver matchup. I think it's a bold take. Yeah, with Snead, with the way he's playing with Trent McDuffie. I guess Dane Jackson kind of is their number one corner right now. Yeah, he's not true. exactly good. Yeah. Ooh, don't worry. Damar. Yeah, Damar Hamlin's going to show up in a legacy game. Chris Jones. They got Nick Bolton back. Just held Miami to pretty much nothing after a tyrant. Damn it, stop convincing me. I want jo- Oh, I'm God. Still not Patrick Mahomes is by far the best playoff quarterback we've ever seen. Bill's Josh Allen door. easily could make a mistake. I mean, this is going to come down to, like, does Josh Allen make a mistake? Stop making me change my mind. Bill's by four. Bills by one. <laughs> Chiefs by ten. Whoa! Okay, I like it. I'm. I. I think this is the 
Were you think... the same guy who said Browns Browns by like twenty? I well, I bet a weren't lot. You guys, weren't you the guy that said Miami by ten? Yeah, you oh, did yeah, say. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, but that's all me. I, <laughs> that's that's all me. Up, gotta be better. I thought the Dolphins could play somewhere. That's all me. <laughs> I forgot two was not good at football. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, I forgot should, I was should have played Skyler Thompson. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> like a mental flashbang right there <laughs> i can't even think about that anyway you think the chiefs are gonna win yeah i i just yeah <laughs> i'm just trying i forgot what i was, I was saying <laughs> um yeah but I, I like them in this spot i think oh after all the season we talked about you talked about in your little clip that we posted you should go like it and be <laughs> that roger said that after all the roller coaster this year the ups and the downs the firing the coaches this is their gear to win it i think after ups and downs and the biggest ups the way to end the whole entire team and start over is, is to losing to the, to the Chiefs that broke you a couple years ago <laughs> oh when they had 15 God. seconds to score and we're gonna see oh, and we're God. all gonna be sitting here again next Tuesday saying one week the Chiefs today. are in the f-ing AFC championship Dude, game stop and they're gonna go to the Super Bowl I swear to God if after all of this if the Chiefs end up in the damn Super Bowl it's gonna be so stupid I'm telling you it's gonna happen I guess the Bills just got to break out of Mahomes' helmet again. I really <laughs> hope that he just yeah. can't think, but whatever. I mean, again, I'm not saying the Bills can't win this game, but I just think the Chiefs are a better defensive team. I think they're. I don't at, deny that the Chiefs are a better defense. I think team. right now they're as good of an offensive team. I think they really did a lot in that game, but in cold weather. I mean, they're gonna be, they're gonna be ready for the cold weather. It's not like they had a, they were playing in Miami, and it's like, well, now they got to go play up there. They mm-hmm. played in that cold game, so. I think it'll be a good game. Patrick Mahomes is going to own Josh Allen once Dude. again. And then the final topic I wanted to touch on before we get out of here, Bill Belichick departing New England. As soon as we were, we recorded this on last Tuesday, I think the news broke Wednesday or Thursday of that week about the Bill Belichick departing from New England. Just wanted to get reactions. Where do you think he should go? And everything like that. I mean, Chargers is probably going to be his best gig, I guess, because like he's got solid players all around on that roster. And they just need a like a full on like culture rebuild kind of thing. Yeah. Um. He just interviewed at Atlanta, I guess. Don't go to Inter- interviewed. Interviewed. <laughs> Their defense is like all right. Offense is solid, but like that's not really what Bill Belichick's known for. Um. I say Chargers, but I guess Harbaugh is linked to the Chargers, so I don't really know. Um. I'm trying to think about like what are the other vacancies that I'm thinking of. He's not going to the Titans. No, he's not going to Titans. There's the Raiders. Um. Oh my God! Don't tell me he's gonna go to the Raiders. I don't think so. He's gonna go to the Raiders. He's gonna go get JJ McCarthy in the sixth, dude. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? No, Bill Belichick go to the Raiders, and then the Giants can get Antonio Pierce as their defense coordinator. Thank you. All I know is I don't know where Belichick's ending up, but he will be drafting JJ McCarthy at some point. All right, dog. It's free. Um. Bill Belichick leaving New England. I think it's good for the team overall. I think it was just, it was a mutual parting ways. Yeah. I yeah. think they both kind of understood. Gerard, it I think like, I'm really happy they promoted Gerard Mayo. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. His name. Apparently um, he was like sort of already. Yeah, it was like, baked in his contract. Yeah, yeah, it was like he was already like getting ready to be the coach. So. Yeah, um, I'm happy they promoted him. I think it's just like you said, keep the same team. I was I said here I was out on the Vrabel to, to a New England thing. I thought yeah. that was such a lateral move. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy he got promoted and. I'd like to see where Bill goes again. I would love him on the Eagles. I think he's exactly what the team could could need, and we could cover his strengths with Howie Roseman being like a player evaluator. Yeah. Um, 
I it'll be interesting though. I think that's a domino that like could fall a lot. Yeah. Where like where he goes. I think once one head coaching gig falls, everything is gonna fall after yep. that. Because mm-hmm. like it's gonna Obvi- be better. Obviously, an easy link for him is going to the Cowboys. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, like we all we all know McCarthy's getting He's fired. Gonna get fired. Yeah, we all know. And then they'll bring in JJ McCarthy to sit behind Dak. Oh my god, shut up with JJ McCarthy. <laughs> a QB from Michigan who will probably drop <sighs> oh, a few rounds. God. I don't think Bill's ego would let him do that though. No. To draft another, like to be like, I, I also don't think he's going to be the GM. You're right, coach. Yeah. You're right. I think wherever he's going, he's just going to be coach. I don't think either. Oh yeah, they're not. But, unless you're a team that like is poverty, like the Panthers or the Chargers. They yeah, their GM. Yeah, yeah. They, and they're just like, we'll do anything to have yeah. you, Bill. Um, I don't think teams are willing to sacrifice it. And then I think we'll see where other coaches go based on where Bill goes. Well, but here- Bill's going to play the field because if I'm not like the Bills could realistically fire their coach. If they have a bad showing, they're not, they're firing, not firing Sean McDermott. I, they already got rid of Dorsey. He was clearly the issue. They completely turned their team around. Yeah, we as soon as Dorsey was gone and Sean McDermott started um, publicizing his ties with Al Qaeda, they're being great. Barely beat the Chargers. Not that Al Qaeda is great. Please Patriots, don't misinterpret what I'm saying. Barely beat the Dolphins. Beat the Steelers around one. All I'm hearing is W W W W W. That's what happened to the Eagles, and then look what happened to them. Well, yeah, well, our but, collapse needs to be like studied. <laughs> that well, was crazy. well. That's the thing is the Eagles started off good and then collapsed. The I Bills started off bad and then got. Good. I I just I think Sean McDermott could still get fired, and I think that would be insane. an intriguing job. That's insane. Um, for a team that's been making the playoffs every season, he's basically been there. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, yeah, but people are calling for Sirianni's job, and he's been well. Too. We followed. Well, we fired fans. Also, we also fired Doug Peterson for much less. I just want yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, coaches get fired for less. Whatever. Um, but I think he's just waiting to see where everyone falls yeah. falls in terms of. Um, I don't think any other playoff teams are at risk of firing yeah. their coach. All I'm saying is, JJ McCarthy will be the start Stop. of the Cowboys in a few years. Oh my god! That's all I'm that, saying that's that's a take. You're smoking crack. Dak has just been a uh, Dak just for Jerry Jones. Dak has been a placeholder for his one true love, JJ McCarthy. All right, that's enough from you, and that's enough from the podcast <laughs> today. Um, thanks everyone for watching. If you got this far, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. It helps us out a lot, and we will see if our picks. All right. Wait, we're all we're all in agreement, right? Oh yeah. wait, no, I'm no. Out. You guys are all, you guys are both. We got yeah. bills. I'm out on the Chiefs. Yep, I'm out on the Bills. So cool. Oh my bad. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Go Bills.